Welcome, everybody, to week number six of the Better Boyd podcast. I am TJ Morrison, and as always, I'm joined by Justin Pruitt and Courtney Gillette. How is everybody this week? Hey, hey, doing good. Doing okay. How's TJ? <laughs> doing well, doing well. Enjoying this fall weather, uh, enjoying going to some youth football games, uh, enjoying seeing football back on TV, and uh, looking forward to... Uh, the rest of fall and leaves changing is my favorite time of year, so I'm all about it. Mine too, but I'm glad we actually are, are getting a fall. Yes. I feel like we don't ever get a fall. It's like two weeks and then it's cold. I was driving Which, down 60 and like there are orange and red mm-hmm. trees and it was awesome. I mean, yeah, it it's awesome. been a, it's been awesome so far. I mean, it, usually it's 90 degrees until the last week of October <laughs> and then we get one week of 50s and then winter. we get winter. And it's it's been awesome to to actually have a full fall this year for the first time, and it seems like a long time. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so speaking of fall and great weather, uh, it's been we couldn't have probably painted a better picture or planned it better for our movie nights that's been going on. Courtney, talk a little bit about what's been going on with the movie nights and how you and Justin have partnered uh, through the Tourism Convention Bureau and um, the Convention and Arts Center to put on these movie nights and how successful they've been and uh, what to expect actually in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So the movie nights have been awesome. Uh, we had almost a hundred cars show up for Monsters Inc. Yeah. And so awesome. yes, it was fantastic. Um, I mean, honestly, it's just gone over so smoothly. You know, our, the crew comes, they set up the 40 foot screen and people trickle in over the, you know, two hour parking time period. So it's been awesome. Um, this week we have Halloween town and we're going to have, um, the pig's blanket or spirit of America, um, food truck, be our food vendor. Kona ice will still be there. And yeah, I'm just super excited. Um, I will say bring chairs if you want to sit outside of your car. We have plenty of room to do mm-hmm. that. Um, so, you know, if you feel more comfortable inside the car, by all means, be inside of your car. But if you do bring a chair, I also suggest bringing blankets, going back to the weather, <laughs> mm-hmm. or maybe just like a, a hoodie because it's beautiful all the way up until sunset. And I swear it feels like it's a 15-degree temperature drop <laughs> from like what it was mm-hmm. earlier in the day. Um, so it does get a little chilly. So. Be sure to bring long sleeves and a blanket if you want to sit outside. But yeah, looking forward to Halloween Town. And then we have Hotel Transylvania and Hocus Pocus after that. So be sure to head over to our Facebook page for all the event information, the links to register. And you can find us on Facebook by searching BCTCB. Um, That's the easiest way to find it. And yeah, it's been awesome. We've done a lot out of the community center and it's just exciting to have that space to bring so many people in a safe way together, have something to do. Absolutely. And um, if you have trouble getting tickets um, and you get a hold of us, we <laughs> will walk you through it. I uh, was on the phone with a lady yesterday for about 10 minutes, <laughs> and I was on my computer on the website, and I was mimicking what she was doing on her computer, and we, we found it, and she went... <laughs> Well, there's all kinds of movies. And I'm like, well, sign up for all of them. I'm like, it's free. And she did. And I had some messages this morning about it. So, I mean, those links are out there. Um, I guess I just assume everybody's on Facebook, but not everybody is. So It's true. We try to make it available as possible, but we do know that 
social media is king. So we we definitely spend most of our efforts on that because it's just it's easier and most people are connected to that. So definitely, yeah. I love to see it grow though. It seems like each week mm-hmm. it's growing. Uh, yeah. People are talking about it, which is is really cool. Well, in a kids movie like it really drives. Like we had the Boy County Fair there last night. Mm-hmm. We're recording on Friday this week, and we uh, she told me Ellen told me at the end of the night. I go, how'd it go? And she went, we were slammed. She goes, I sold eighty bags of cotton candy. Yeah. And I'm like, that's almost a bag per car. So I didn't know cotton candy was popular like that around here, but apparently so. And they sold hot dogs and barbecue sandwiches, and it was a lot of fun. They went through. They were the first vendor that sold popcorn. Yes. So they sold tons and tons and tons of popcorn. So that was they did it. they had a great night. So we might was, need to break out the popcorn machine. Well, we do yeah, have yeah. one in the center, so Yeah. <laughs> I think it's we're really, not making promises. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way. Well, as if you're not doing enough that <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little busy, but it's okay. I think it's is so cool to hear you talk about the, the Boy County Fair that provided the food for this uh week's movie. It's a great testament to what we're trying to do with partnerships in this county. Um you yeah, because they didn't get to have the fair. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. they didn't get to make any money. Right. Right. So just doing stuff like that is just awesome to see. You know, we talk about it all the time, uh, but seeing it outright is is really neat. Um, speaking of partnerships, I think you have been partnering with a local business owner, Courtney, about some stuff that's coming up at a local golf course. Talk about that a little bit. Yes. Yeah, so Diamond Links Golf Course, it's an absolutely stunning golf course. I mean, I haven't been to very many, but... Out of the few that I've been to, this one is definitely top notch. Um, so they are hosting a Halloween event. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a glow golf um, night at the golf course. They're going to have a party on the patio. So there will be a DJ and then food and drinks. This event with the drinks, it does include adult beverages. <laughs> um, so it's $75 a ticket. If you prefer to not attend the party, um, then you can pay $50 to golf. And that includes the glow golf equipment that they give you um, while you'll be using at night, your cart and nine holes, or you can get the $75 ticket and stick around, have dinner, um, socialize, hang out a little bit. They're going to have uh, games during the night and prize giveaway so it's going to be a lot of fun so be sure to register for that you can find the registration link on their website neat event I, I just want to interject real fast oh yes um that was pretty slick courtney because i have the flyer in front of me and she doesn't and she like read that almost word for word oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was like how she remembering all this? I was looking like she had, she nailed it. And uh, <laughs> I'm excited about it, and uh, we're helping yeah. promote it. And um, if you do attend, you'll have some um, goodies from Boy County Tourism Convention Bureau as well. I just hey, ordered hey. some awesome uh, golf towels that have our logo on it, and awesome. so that's going to go in a little swag pack oh, for cool. them. Yeah, <laughs> did not know that. That's <laughs> yeah, neat, neat vent uh, yeah. going on in our community. I mean, this is something. We're going to talk a little bit later with our guests today, but when you think about stuff, when people say, I can't believe that's in Boy County, I'm sure Glow Golf is kind of at the top of it. So, yeah, I mean, just yeah. the, you know, her and her husband, they own the the golf course, um, Jessica and Chris Atkins, and she's told me they've had people come as far as North Carolina because, mm-hmm. you know, people that love to golf, they're like, Glow Golf, that's so unique. We don't have anything like that around us. And every time she has a Glow Golf event, they come up from North Carolina to play. 
so that's just really cool. And it's so well maintained. Like you, they have someone there cutting the grass every single day, mm-hmm. every day. It just, it's beautiful. Love it, to hear stuff like that. Yeah. I think like you'll hear later in the podcast, you know, it talks about effort and you know, they, mm-hmm. they have definitely given a lot of effort to the oh, community yeah. and to their golf course and they own the black horse farm as mm-hmm. well. So they have a lot of things going on, a lot of irons in the fire, but a lot it's, of good things. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. And it is, it's about effort and it's about being unique. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a, in a time where you got to adapt and change and, and provide some, some interesting events with uh, the hand we've been dealt. Speaking of being unique, um, one thing I think is really a neat idea that uh, really originated with Judge Cheney, and then we worked on to some things through the fiscal court was, you know, with 2020 being what it has been, um, it's been real, you know, one of the hardest hit uh, demographics has been children and families. And we've mm-hmm. talked about that in an episodes past with the movie nights and things like that. One of the things that Judge Cheney was adamant about was that trick or treat was going to continue uh, this year. Uh, because there was one, that was one less thing that we were not going to take away from the kids. And uh, he came up with this idea, instead of throwing out a date and a time and dictating when the parents had to go trick-or-treating, we thought, why not, for a week, let's run a a survey. Let's see what the parents want. Let's see what the families want. Uh, Really just let their voices be heard. Uh, So later today, this will be airing on Monday, um, we're going to release those results and it's going to be the first time, as far as I know, that trigger treat was picked by the parents of Boy County instead of just the local government body. I think that's an awesome yes. testament to what, uh, the administration's trying to do. Do you know how many votes? Uh, my last recollection, and this is again, we've been recording this on Friday. I think we're north of, uh, 500 votes. That's great. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. And that's just good. You know, like. It's good to give everybody an option because mm-hmm. for years it's just been on Thursday or Tuesday or whatever. Yeah. It's just, this is cool. You know, 2020 has been a weird year, so let's try to make something normal. Right. At least. And it's, again, you know, I have kids. Judge Cheney has kids. But in years past, it's been made by, even with us making the decision, it doesn't need to be based on what's best for us. It needs to be based on what's best for yeah. the community. And there's no better way to, to touch on that than uh, to have a survey out there. And it's really, it's been so successful that you'll probably see surveys being used in, in different ways more often uh, over the, the next year, probably the, the rest of Judge Cheney's term. Uh, speaking of just things for the family, keep your eyes out. We don't have a whole lot that we want to release uh, right now. But Justin, touch a little bit on some maybe some plans we got coming up here on the around the Christmas season as we get closer into the holidays. We're considering a couple things. And as you were talking, I was sitting there thinking about about Christmas. And, you know, Christmas is an awesome time of year. Last year we did the Christmas in the park. We had uh, some of the local schools decorate our shelter houses and Armco. I think uh, that'll be something we try to do again. That's something you can social distantly do. People can drive through the park through the winter. Um, we've had a few different little ideas for, uh, for Christmas events. Um, but as I was sitting here thinking, like, this would be a good opportunity for people to kind of tell us what they want, you know, let's, Absolutely. um, email us, you know, mm-hmm. we've plugged the email, betterboydpodcast at gmail.com. Get on the BOCO page, get on the, uh, B said page, get on the convention center page, just 
let us know because we've got a few ideas and we think there's a couple things that'll be cool. I don't want to give away too much just in case something would happen, but um, what do y'all want to do? You know, it's our community. So listen to this podcast and you find out, let us know Mm -hmm. and then we can go from there. But we've definitely got some stuff rolling in December. We definitely want to do stuff for the kids and the family. That's kind of what we're all about is doing family style events. And with just like the movie nights, like, Courtney said, you know, we had 95 cars, but, I mean, that was a few hundred people out there last night, and it was... All socially distant and and following the guidelines, which shows that if, again, if you put the effort in, you know, we can find ways to to have an active community, even in the times of COVID. Absolutely. So, yeah, just be on the lookout, and we, we get the stuff out there, and we promote pretty heavy, so, but we would love to hear... We can't stress that enough. We want to hear from you all. We want yes. to hear yep. what you all want because we think we know what we think <laughs> we should do, but maybe there's something we haven't thought about, and that's what this is all about. So, and I've I've said it on the podcast before. I'm a huge fan of the case method. Absolutely. Cop, copy and steal everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. Uh, so, well, if there's something you've seen in another community that you think would work really well, like Justin said, I couldn't agree more. Reach out to us. Let us know. Um, we are so adaptive, and we want to be uh, we want to be an organization that flows uh, on the waves of what the community wants. Right. Um, Absolutely. Is that the first time we've had the train in the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Which is odd because yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't already happened. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. all kinds of extras: trains, lawnmowers, <laughs> Zach sneezing. This is good stuff. Yeah, uh, it's great. <laughs> my phone going off. It's great. Right. Well, this. Uh, this week, we're going to continue our, our new kind of, not a, a completely new structure, but something we want to add and we think is really something that we want to keep doing, um, at least for now, is, is having these conversations. And last week, we touched on a lot of different things and probably went a little longer than we should have. Um, this week, we're going to go um, into a topic that I think will provide some clarity for our listeners uh, or even people that just pay attention to what happens in local government through the fiscal court or even the tourism board um, or other like entities. You know, we, we want to talk about the community that we want to see in the future. You know, we want to mm-hmm. talk about the Boyd County that we see 10 years from now or 15, 20 years, whatever it is, or even next year. Um, and that way, that gives a little bit of clarity to why we believe the things that we do and we do the things that we do uh, in the direction that we push. Um, so let's start it off. Let's uh, let's go, Justin. You've you've been here the longest out of all of us working for the county and working in uh, the community. Tell us what you like to see the community in the in the future. Well, I think it's I think it's going to be a theme of this podcast this week. Is and we bring it up all the time about changing the culture, but I I think raising the bar mm-hmm. is something that I want to see. I we made comments before, like when we I had it said to me last night, the movie night, like, man, we just don't see stuff like this in Boyd County. That's, that's a compliment, I guess, but I'm kind of tired of hearing it. And I'll just be honest, because we want to do as much as we can, and we want to change that culture from five years down the road where you don't say that. It's expected. Like, you know, like we talked to Dwight today about the cigar lounge and how wonderful that place is. And we've just touched on how great the golf course is and, you know, all the efforts we've made at the convention and art center and all the things that people downtown are doing in Ashland and Calixburg has been adding some new things. There's been some new energy. And I, 
I want that just to be the normal. I just want that to be what's expected. Mm-hmm. And I just want people to get involved. You know, like effort. We've talked about that already a couple of times. It's It doesn't mean you have to go out and put on an event. It doesn't mean you have to go and create anything. The support is just as important. Because yeah. we could work around the clock. We could try to do these events. We could get in touch with these companies that's like for example the movie night like we could put on this event but it's nothing if nobody shows up right right you know last night was a real good testament of what happens when people give a little bit of effort and you know they showed up and they filled up our parking lot and we were starting to worry like where we was going to put everybody else and <laughs> <laughs> i'm still kind of worried about it for the rest of the month but but it's okay it's a good but problem to have it's a good problem to have and i appreciate people coming out but i i just know that there are so many things that people are trying to do, and I think we're just, I want everything to kind of start lining up. I want this community to grow and be involved and be proud. You know, mm-hmm. I saw a thing on something last night and said the best thing I ever did was leave Ashland, you know, and I just hate to see that. Right. Like, I don't want you all to leave. I want I want people to come here, and I want this to become a generational thing because I think, you know, we continue to lose people all the time and you know jobs are tough and you want to see that growth as well but you just want to see a better quality you know we have nice parks and we have we have things to do and i think we take advantage of that sometimes because we see it every day and you know like we were in bright and i had so many people like man i wish we could have done more things in ashland like me and my husband or wife or whoever like we're going to come up and spend the weekend in Ashland because they didn't get to do anything. And I think sometimes we take that for granted. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're, too, we're pretty close to the flame on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm probably guilty of that as much as anybody, especially when I was in college. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I agree. You touched on something there that regardless of where we go in the future, if we want a, a better future, then we have to have people involved. Yeah. And if you want to see a change, uh, get off the couch and do something. Yeah. And I don't care what it is. Run for office, get involved with a local organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just go to something. Go to something. <laughs> Participate. Yeah. Share, a, <laughs> yeah. share a post mm-hmm. on Facebook. It's free. Yeah. yeah. You know, I promise a negative uh, comment on a comment thread or a status isn't going to get you the community you want. Right. Um, if that's the only thing you can contribute, then, you know, maybe that maybe moving away is your answer. Um you know, I don't want to see anybody leave this community, but if that's the the best thing you got, then maybe, you know, maybe you're not in right. the right spot. Right. And that's, you know, and you may have opportunities that send you to a different place and that's fine as well. But, you know, just and something that I've really worked on, you know, like we've touched on it before, but I've been with the county since I was 17 and I just recently turned 30. So I've watched all this for almost 13 years and or 13 years actually and um it's just you can't you can't get over like the negative stuff you can't let the negative stuff get you down because mm-hmm. if you did then you would just quit right. you know and it's like i've heard judge cheney say if you're not making somebody mad you're not doing your job and that's right i agree with that like you can't please everybody but you just want people to see that like Yes, we have good intentions, and we're trying. It's not going to be the same thing it was 20 years ago. Heck, it's not even going to be the same thing it was five years ago. The world changes daily. But I just want to see people, like, be proud of where they're from. I am. I'm proud of being, you know, in Kentuckians, we 
are proud of our counties. Mm-hmm. You know, right. people always have no, of Courtney, we've talked about this before, but <laughs> when people ask, like, where you're from, right. you're like, well, I'm not from Ashland or Cannonsburg or something. I'm from right. Boyd County. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, who says that? Yeah. Well, in Kentucky, you do. Yeah. And, you know, the only reason we have 120 counties is because we can't have 121. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's what Kentucky is, you know. And I just I just want people to be proud of this place. I know we've been promised the farm several times, and I know they haven't shown up with industry, and but something's going to happen eventually. Um, and I would just too like to say, oh, I hope that does not pick up on camera. Did you guys hear that on camera? <laughs> on, camera. on whatever this is, Mike, uh, my Your stomach. stomach yeah, obviously it's almost it's lunchtime. lunchtime yeah. So, um, but someone that lived away. And this is not like to bash on Nashville or Chattanooga because I absolutely loved every second of my experience that I lived there. But I recently visited and I was just like, I could not wait to get back here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just love it. Um, Love it more than I ever have. And really, too, I just feel like this whole area is really like an entrepreneur's like playground you know what I mean if you know we've talked a lot about people taking risk and and you've mentioned it in your position you know getting business owners to open up a second business or you know what I mean having new people come in um I swear people would be so receptive of it you know what I mean like look what happened with bash and you know well you you said that it really struck a nerve with me like with Jason Camp, like mm-hmm. this has been his playground since he's came <laughs> yeah. here. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. He, he come in and put in two restaurants. They're both they're different, but they're both consistent and they're good. Yeah. They're really good. Well, they get and what's awesome. I was talking about this last night. They get better. Yeah, and they adjust. They adjust. we went to lunch there. Yeah. Was that yesterday? Or the day before? Day before, yeah. And like I got the same I got a, a burger and fries and I noticed the fries were different from last time. And like they're always adjusting. Yeah. And that's great, you know, and that's that's how you be successful. But he's came in with the three J's group and they have been able to do things and like he's expanding and he's going regional and it's like Yeah. We want that. We want to see that hustle and to see that, yeah. that drive and the want for it to be more and to help this community. It's awesome to see, and it would be, if we could have, you know, and I and Luke Dwight into this, who's our guest later today, is um, if we could have 30 <laughs> of folks like them, yeah. man, what a difference our community would, would see. It would be crazy. And I want to say, too, and, um, you know, my position it is new, and it's been, you know, the year's been kind of crazy, and so we're talking about it but I think too what I want people to know is if you have an idea we're here to partner with you um you know sponsorships that's something that's huge partnering with our you know community local businesses so if you have an idea and and you want to see something but you know financially you're not sure Mm -hmm. how to make it happen we're here to help you know what I mean we have there's forms that you submit and we bring it before our board um so it is kind of like a formal process, but we're here to help and, and to make things happen. So um, just know that if you have ideas, reach out to me um, so that we can try and make those happen. Well, and if you have ideas to start businesses yes. and you're looking for that, right. we can point you in that right direction too. We're yeah. not a, a, a capital funding firm right. uh, by any means being local government, but we definitely know where to point you. Mm-hmm. We are facilitators. Yeah. Amen. That's what we do. We do not worry about 
standing in the front and getting the credit. We don't care about any of that. Um, we don't care if we're even seen in that regard. But yeah. we do want people to know what we're trying to do. Um, but we just want to facilitate. We want to get with the right people in the right room. We want to have the right conversations. You know, that's who we are. That's what we do. I believe as government, as a tourism board, and anything, that's what we're here for. It's just facilitating the right direction. Absolutely. And I don't think that's been done before. And I, I think that's been a lot of our problems is, you know, we're not getting the right people involved because mm-hmm. of who they are or what they've done. You know, it's just, yeah. I can attest to that. You know, <laughs> if, you know, I've been here for a long time. I never was given a shot. And then I was given a shot and I seized that opportunity. And it's been very beneficial for me professionally but and personally. And it's, but I think it's been beneficial for the county as a whole to have people like us and, and all the people that are getting involved now because you do feel that energy. You know, we talk about wanting it more, but we do feel it. It's here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I'll kind of wrap it up with what right. I want to see sure. um, in the future. You know, and mine's mine's a mixture of, of tangible things and ideological things. Um, you know, I want to see if I could go in the, the future. And if I could have my own DeLorean and get it up to 88 miles an hour and see 10 years in the future, that'd be cool. I would, I want to see a community I don't recognize, yep. just to be frank. Um, I want to see breweries. I want to see distilleries. I want to see music venues. I want to see craft coffee shops. I want to see um, an explosion of small business. I want to see an explosion of retail development and residential development. I want to see a complete turnaround mm-hmm. uh, of where we are. And I really do feel like we're on the cusp of, of seeing that, that wave start to happen. Uh, the biggest thing I want to see is I want to see a tourism-based economy in Boy County. Uh, I think we have some amazing natural attributes um, that is paired with uh, logistically some of the best location-wise in the, the Commonwealth of Kentucky that is unrivaled. There's places mm-hmm. that probably have better natural resource than this, but they are natural beauty, whatever you want to call it, but they don't have the logistics uh, position that we do. And I'm sure there's places that have better logistics positions that we do, but they don't have the natural beauty. Right. Uh, we're the combination of everything. I think we're the perfect storm of, uh, of meeting, merging those two. And I just, I want to see in 10 years in this community, I want to see us adapt. I want to see us to take our own identity. Uh, Industry is important. Don't get me wrong. Um, But the thing I think people forget about is I want you to think about the amount of jobs that we had 30 years ago. And think about the amount of jobs of factory jobs that we would have to add to even get back up to flush to what we were 30 years ago. And if you look at that number and you look at the advancement in uh, automation, folks, it's just the numbers don't match up. We're never going to get back to the amount of jobs right. we, we used to. You know, I think, um, and it, like when Brady was first started talking about coming and, you know, hopefully they come, but that meal that they have plans for, if it was built 20 years ago, it take five thousand people to operate it. it th- they were talking about taking six hundred with iPads, <laughs> right? And 
they said that with advancement over the next 10 years, it probably would drop 200 of those jobs off. Um, that's the world we live in. You know, we even talk about, you know, a lot of conversation about distribution centers. If a company like Amazon is developing a system where they can deliver packages to your house with a drone, I promise you they're developing forklifts that can drive themselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they already exist. Um, so I think that's something to keep in mind. And I brought it up last week is you cannot automate the experience you get out on a, a trail or at a show or out at rush off road, wherever it is, it, I, you know, even coffee shop, coffee shop, restaurant, any of these things that we've talked about, you cannot automate it. So I think that that is the future. Uh, it is a future that we need to, to strive for in our community. Mm-hmm. I agree. I could see Catlettsburg being the, you know, front street, all this down here, the Ashland or the Boyd County version of 12 South in Nashville. South Ashland's really cool. Yeah. I drove there. I mean, there's tons of potential over there. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me think of a neighborhood in Chattanooga, North Shore. We need to go to Chattanooga yeah, <laughs> just to, to get South some... Ashland makes me wish that they would have <laughs> never paved over the the brick roads. Mm-hmm. I love it. He has it too. But yeah, there's literally nothing but potential. Sky's the limit here. So. Well, speaking of things that we want to see in the future or things that we might not recognize in Boy County, it's kind of a good segue into our it guest is. today. Mm-hmm. We've heard a couple different times that, um, you know, a cigar lounge is not something that they would expect in Boy County, especially one to the caliber that ours is. Uh, so that leads us into our guest today. Dwight Atkins, the owner of Fat Ash Cigar Lounge and the chairman of the Boyd County Tourism and Convention Bureau. Dwight, how are you today? TJ, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking me to be on your show today. I love this uh, podcast you guys do. Well, we are thrilled to have you here. I think you you probably hold the record for the most uh, references during (laughs) the first five uh, episodes, um, which I'm totally fine with. Uh, We talked about last week about the community partner that you are and uh, your care for the people of Boyd County, and we really appreciate it. Well, thank you, TJ. I, I, maybe that's why I love listening to the podcast. You guys are very, very gracious uh, <laughs> in, in supporting uh, uh, our little business out there in the county, and, and we appreciate it. But um, like I said today, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll mention a lot of other places uh, other than Fat Ash Cigar Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's always good to drop any name in Boy County as far as business goes, um, including Fat Ash Cigar Lounge. <laughs> so uh, we'll start with, we kind of talked to a lot of guests about, especially if they're not from Boyd County, how did you come to uh, be a resident of Boyd County? How did you come to uh, be a member of our community? Well, that's a great question. The first thing I did was I, I married a good Kentucky woman. Amen. Um, and so I, I did have some ties uh, to the area, um, but through owning our business, we had a longing to come back. We had lived in Proctorville, Ohio for a little while. I'm originally from uh, Huntington, and we we wanted to be closer to, to our business and to our friends, and we just had an opportunity to move here, and so that's what we did, and it's been an absolute joy. I had someone ask me just yesterday, 
gosh, that sounds so cliche when somebody says that, but I really did have someone ask me yesterday, you know, how I like living in Boyd County. And uh, I told him, I said, I like it uh, here uh, better than any place I've ever lived. And I, I've loved some of the places I've lived. That's awesome to hear. That's what we, we all strive to do through everything that we do every day. Uh, so you mentioned that your business is in Boy County. There's uh, being from Huntington, living in Proctorville, being familiar with the area. What made you decide to put uh, a cigar lounge in Boyd County? The reason that we came to Boyd County was because of the freedom that uh, was here in Boyd County. Other places, there's smoking, indoor smoking bans which I understand to an extent. Um, we have a very health-conscious society, and, and, and I do understand the need for uh, no smoking in, in some public spaces, but these uh, bans were comprehensive. They included you know, everything, and so there was no really room for a lounge in, let's say, Huntington. Ohio had different laws. Um, Ashland has an indoor smoking ban. Um, so it just we could probably have received a variance in some of these places and asked for an exception or an exemption. But I felt strongly that why not just go someplace where you're welcome rather than go and try to always be fighting against, you know, uh, the, the laws and, and the uh, policies of an area. So um, in Boyd County, there was no indoor smoking ban, and we found a, a fantastic location right in Mead Station Plaza, and it just seemed like the exact right move. It was so close to the interstate. It was also very close to uh, 52 on the Ohio side, um, very easy to get to from Ashland, Huntington, Ironton, everywhere. It just seemed like the perfect spot. And uh, we were very excited to 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 come to Boyd County and and made that happen. We're very excited to have you. I think it's been an awesome thing to see, um, kind of transform and adapt and move through challenges of not just opening a small business um, in Eastern Kentucky, but also through the pandemic. You know, you all were very quick to adapt with curbside pickup and offer. Uh, deals and sales for your customers and it was awesome to see that pretty early on that of the businesses that are unfortunately going to probably get wiped out by this pandemic that Fat Ash Cigar Lounge wasn't going to be one of them. Yeah, the the pandemic, gosh, is everybody so tired of hearing about it? I am. Um it it did you know, uh every at the beginning of it everybody was just you know, extremely anxious and, and concerned. And we complied with, uh, you know, shutting down. Uh, I, I shut down for about two weeks completely um, at the beginning. And it was, I was at home trying to figure out how we could navigate this thing safely, um, effectively, not so much profitably because, we knew that probably was out of the question, but we wanted to do everything we could in our power to stay open and survive this, but also to stay in touch. It's crazy. The loss of revenue wasn't what really 
affected me personally as much as the loss of contact with my friends and the people that I've seen on a daily basis. It was devastating. I didn't know what, you know, I think everybody had some form of that in their life where, you know, they miss this or they miss that. But uh, my customers are, you know, pretty much my, you know, everyday people that I'm in contact with. And it's, uh, it was really tough. So we decided to do um, some different curbside deals and things like that, at least to make it uh, more palatable and, and to be able to keep the lights on. But it also gave a sense of normalcy to just be back in the lounge setting, uh, at least on my side of the window. You know, it gave me a feeling of normalcy. So uh, I could not have done it without the support of our customers. We We used the social media. We used the various ones such as Instagram and Facebook and got the word out that we were going to do these deals and, and people, they, they started calling and messaging and it worked out. It worked out. And afterwards our business is way up, which is incredible, you know? Um, but yeah, we're, we're fortunate. We're blessed in that regard. Absolutely. I think it was uh, a neat, neat thing to see. I, I purchased cigars during the pandemic and same to see the, <laughs> the yeah the, to see the care uh, and just it wasn't you could see it was you were truly making your business operate with the circumstances you've been giving you know given you were um, you know our pickup times were uh, straddled so we weren't ever there at the same time as other people the pickup table was disinfected um, in between people picking up bags uh, the precautions and the um, awareness of what was going on was just awesome to see. Uh, unfortunately, there were some businesses that couldn't do that. Um, but hopefully we uh, were past any kind of shutdowns or anything of that nature. So to back it up a little bit, uh, we talked about you, why you chose Boy County. But, um, you know, being an entrepreneur and being with a history of sales, how did you come to the decision of putting a cigar, opening a cigar lounge in the first place? I know that Probably one of the uh, most frequent questions that I've gotten since you all have opened, because I am a, a frequent customer at the cigar lounge, is a cigar lounge in Boy County. How would it? How would how would that work? Um, so explain a little bit how you got there, and maybe even expand on some of the successes that you've seen in the in the short term that you've been open. I think that most of the time, when you get a question like that. Uh, it comes from someone that has basically no no understanding or no knowledge of what uh, smoking a cigar, uh, what that experience is like. It it's not a cigarette. Uh, nothing against those that smoke cigarettes. I've never smoked cigarettes. Uh, I may have tried it a time or two in a younger version of me, but I just never was something that I enjoyed. But there are pictures of me in high school. And trust me, I am a long way from those days, <laughs> but I was smoking a cigar. Probably shouldn't have been, but I was. It's always been a passion. Um, the cigar smoking experience is something that, um, quite frankly, it's a little mini vacation. It's a relaxation. It's not something quick. Uh, it's it's something that's conversational. Uh, and, and I didn't worry as much, even though I had a lot of people question the idea I didn't really worry a lot about it because I knew that once people 
would visit the lounge, once they would talk with me and interact with me and come to an understanding of what uh, an an experience of smoking and enjoying a, a fine tobacco rather than a cigarette was, that this could work and it would work. It wasn't ever a matter of if it would work. It was a matter of how well it would work. That was my mindset. I had to be positive about it. We had some great uh, friends and help um, in Faith and Woody Woodrum that helped us get open, uh, and they continue to be supporters, and we're grateful to them. But we wanted to make this everything. From the get-go, I wanted to make sure that it was an experience, that it was a destination, that when people walked through our door, they saw that this was something totally different than any experience they had with smoking in the past. I visited lounges across the country in Florida, up in Michigan, all over, saw things that I really enjoyed and thought were a great benefit and and asset to that business. And then I saw other things I didn't like. So in building what we have, we wanted to incorporate those positives. Uh, It's a comfortable atmosphere, but it still looks classy. It's um, well ventilated. You know, we have invested thousands of dollars in smoke removal so that when you are, you know, the process of smoking a cigar is fantastic. You just want to smoke yours, though. You don't want to smoke the one that everybody else is smoking. (laughs) So we have an outdoor patio where those that just like being outside when they smoke, it's covered, it has ceiling fans, you know, it's it's relaxing. We've got music playing all the time. If you, you know, you know that, you've been in there. You know, I have TVs and we always have the TVs on, but it's always positive stuff. I don't watch the news. I don't have, you know, anything that's going to be triggering to anyone. I want it to be a relaxing time. So that's part of how my vision why we did what we do, um, why I want people that are curious to stop in and and see what we've got going on there. I'm more than happy to talk to you about cigars. I won't tell you everything there is to know about a cigar because, quite frankly, I don't know that. I'm a cigar lover. I'm not, you know, I'm not cigar expert or historian, but I want to try to find out what your tastes are, what you would like, so I can help you enjoy your experience. And that's that's what we're going for at Fat Ash. One of the most frequent, I talked about the question, but the next most frequent thing that I hear about Fat Ash is probably one of my favorite things that I hear uh, in this job or just in general in Boy County, is everybody that goes into Fat Ash almost completely uh, across the board says, I can't believe that this is mm-hmm. in Boy County. I can't believe yep. this is in Eastern Kentucky. And as someone who is a cigar smoker and have been for uh, many years, I've traveled around the United States and visited uh, cigar lounges across the United States, and I say it all the time, and you're always going to be biased to your home shop, but we are so fortunate to have a shop like yours in Boy County because it is a high-end shop. There's shops I've been in in large metropolitan cities that don't even compare to what we have right here in Boy County. Well, it's my favorite thing to do is to bring new people there. Yeah. Like, they walk in, they're like, whoa, like this is, 
in Summit. Like, this is here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I was like, because nice. I've been to some of those same shops with you around the country, yep. TJ. And, I mean, I just, well, I remember the first time I walked in, I was just blown away. And it's since been updated since then. But if I can say if you enjoy cigars at all, like, you got to, you got to come down. You got to go down there. You got to hang out because there's been days like I took vacation in December and like I spent all day with Dwight. I just hung out and read a book and smoked a cigar and watched TV. Like it's fun. I don't get to do that as much as I want to, but it's it's definitely a great experience. It's like a coffee shop. It, basically, it is. It's got that real laid back vibe, and that's what's cool. Uh, I thank you all for that. That you know, part of the thing that that. I enjoyed as well was when people would walk in because there are windows or there's a, there's a level of privacy from the outside. We have graphics on the windows and it's hard to see in. Um, but it, it was almost a joy when people would open the door and their eyes would widen. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was fun. But now I'm, I'm going to put on the hat of the chairman of the Boyd County tourism uh, in convention bureau. I don't want I want that to be something that's said less and less about Boyd County. I want, right. we have Amen. so many fantastic places in Boyd County. As much as it was a compliment to me when we opened, it's less and less a compliment now when people say, I can't believe this Boyd County. I want people to be as in love with Boyd County as as I am and the people that have supported me here. You know, there's some fantastic businesses that are out here. Um, just as you were saying, Justin, one of your favorite things to do is to bring new people uh, to Fat Ash. One of my favorite things is as the new people come to Fat Ash and become loyal customers and uh, faithful customers and friends, is I get to tell them about these gems in Boyd County. I get to tell them about smoking jays. Right. I get to tell them about suplex tacos Mm -hmm. i get to tell them Mm -hmm. about red's place which is right across the parking lot and about their honey sriracha wings (laughs) and how that's what you need to get on their pizza oh yeah Uh, go to suplex and get the 619 but you have to add chipotle sauce i always tell people that (laughs) you know these are the things that i i love telling people i say have you golfed at diamond links right and they're like no well a long time ago no, you would not recognize the place now. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. The money that they have put in, the time, the effort, the restaurant, the renovations, it's, it's, if they golfed there five years ago, they, they really, truly wouldn't recognize what a beautiful place it is. Um, and just like with the Art Center and, and everything, all the renovations that's done here, our our county, and I love saying that now. That feels so good. Our county Absolutely. is on this this upswing, and you can see it and and feel it. And I'm just excited. You guys, it's it's humbling, and it's you know it's great that you guys have so many good things to say about my business. And I appreciate that. But smoking's not smoking cigars isn't for everyone. I understand that. But we can talk about other businesses. We can lift each other up and we can promote, you know, this this area, not just even Boyd County. I've got, you know, customers support me from all over. They're coming from the West Virginia side, the Ohio side, from from Lawrence County. And and I just I feel love. So I want to I want to give love back. Right. You know, well, and I think it's cool that. (laughs) 
you know, when you hear that, I can't believe this is in Boyd County, it shouldn't be that way. But what's what's neat about it is, like last week, we had Holly in here from the Paramount. And we were talking about the Whiskey Myers concert and how downtown was just full of people and it was vibrant and people walking the streets and going to restaurants and people saying, I can't believe that this is Boy County. But then you have people that go to the Winchester and they can get things like alligator bites <laughs> and baby lobster and, and strawberry cake, and amazing strawberry cake <laughs> and amazing banana bourbon cake. We had a 30 minute conversation about this cake last night. Um, but all these things is, 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 and in the Delta that it's in, but all, both of those, I can't believe this is in Boy County or diamond links. I can't tell you how many times I've been on, you know, I think it's uh, hole three. It just opens up, and you're back in the woods, and you can't see a road. You just see trees and fairways and beautiful greens, and it's, I can't believe that this is right. in Boy County. And what that shows me is, regardless of the statement, things are changing. Right. Uh you know, it's swing. It's like the murals downtown, mm-hmm. even the statues, yep. which was a weird point of contention. But all these things <laughs> is if it's I, I can't believe that's in Boy County. Mm-hmm. Well, start believing it. Absolutely, things, things are changing. Uh, there's a there's a excitement in the air, mm-hmm. an energy, so to speak. Um, and I think we're just kind of at the cusp. Yeah. And I hope that it becomes a thing of the past. Or that statement's not made anymore. Like, we're trying to raise the bar. And I think there's a lot of people trying to raise the bar. So hopefully, you know, in the next five, ten years, you don't hear comments. That good quality businesses and places to go will be expected. Well, and that energy, too, is something that even I noticed before I moved back. So I've talked a few times on here about visiting in September, just thinking I was homesick of 2019, and then realizing, like, no, I want to move back here. And it feels kind of like cheesy to say, but just even in that one weekend that I visited, it was that thing. I was like, I can tell that stuff is happening here. Changes are being made. And so it is very exciting. And it's such a, these things are so important to more than just the culture Mm -hmm. of where we live. You know, a lot of my, my day to day and my job role is trying to convince people to open businesses here. Even if they have businesses here now to open another one or to have meetings with these people when they come into town. And I can't tell you how many business conversations I've been able to have at Fat Ash Cigar Lounge because it's somebody from the Northeast that enjoys cigars or somebody from Frankfurt that enjoys cigars. But then it goes a step further. And it's like I'm thinking back. on I can't imagine before I had Smoking Jays and the Winchester to go take a nice working lunch at. You have to fight off the four thousand people it seemed like to get into Roadhouse mm-hmm. um, which is great I'm, I'm happy that Roadhouse is one of the most successful stores uh, if not the most successful store of the chain absolutely uh, however being able to call Jason Camp and say hey buddy I've got um, I've got two guys coming in that are investors looking at a piece of property can we have the back room at the Winchester and say absolutely we'll have you set up privacy and everything just go and have it same thing at Smoking Jake's in the back area where they don't normally sit people. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many business deals have been discussed in both of those uh, entities that wouldn't be there before. Um, having the center, you know, we talked about the center um, 
you know, taking it to the next level, <laughs> it was a project that mm-hmm. some of our predecessors um, had said that they wanted to see it fail. Yeah. Um, they wanted to try to sell it at one point, which you can't when it's paid for federal grant money. Right. Um, <laughs> but instead of running from that, we embraced that. And it's starting to turn into one of the top venues, not only just in amenities, but in affordability, right. which is just as important for the people of Eastern Kentucky, in my opinion. Um, so backing up to things that, that, um, that expand the culture in Boy County, but it does involve your business. So tell us a little bit about your embracing of live music and local uh, artists uh, at Fat Ash. Well, I have always been a huge fan of live music. Uh, there's music playing continually in the lounge. All the TVs, the sound on all the TVs is turned down, folks. I'll tell you that. Unless it's just something everybody is wanting to to hear and see, we've got music playing. But music is even better when it's live. So we try to bring in at least once a month, sometimes more often than that, some of the local talent that we're so blessed with here in Boyd County. And I think that in doing that, it has helped it has helped my business be inclusive. That's something that I've always strived to be is inclusive rather than exclusive. I want to be inclusive with an exclusive feel. <laughs> I want you to feel important. I want you to feel that when you come in. But because everyone there's a universal love for live music. Uh, a lot of we have a lot of female that come into the lounge that enjoy cigars. But it's so nice to see couples on 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 a night we have live music. It's a date night, you know. They're both there enjoying the music. Now sometimes they both don't smoke. That's fine. I'm just glad that they're there. We have an outdoor patio area uh, where we like to set up when the weather is permissible. Uh, it, it really is a nice little area out there. But um, we just had Patrick McKnight, who has been on the uh, tourism board's live stream, and, and he did a concert out at the center. So talented. Oh, Very my talented. goodness. he He's so good. Um, he is uh, – Cole Chaney is another one. Um, Connor Dale and, and Rachel Messer uh, – played and and you know she was on the voice for crying out loud and just phenomenal talent has already i told my wife the other day i said wouldn't it be cool if fat ash became kind of this uh bluebird cafe mm-hmm. of eastern kentucky right. you know that, be awesome. you know I, hey it didn't hurt to dream right you absolutely know? so they say oh yeah i played fat ash one day well it's what's funny we actually in the podcast we talked about last week you know if the the little snippet that went mini viral on Facebook about, you know, Nashville killed country music, but Eastern Kentucky saving it. Um, if that's the case, we've got to have a place for these musicians to, to grow, uh, their base and as an artist. And I think it's awesome to see, you know, Fat Ash is one of those places. Uh, the first time I saw Cole Chaney was at Fat Ash and such a, a talented young man. Um, we shared his stuff on our Facebook page. He had a you know, went from doing some Nick Jamerson covers in the lounge at Fat Ash to a couple of weeks ago, he did a live stream from Mossy Oak and had almost 150,000 people watching. 
Yeah, he was on Red Barn Radio, too. Which is uh, where Tyler Childers really got his start. I mean, these are... It's so awesome to see that, like, this, you know, this area is starting to, to launch some talents. And, you know, your shop is, is part of the conversation of, of them getting started. Yeah, I, and whenever I'm not listening to live music at my own lounge, I like to come down to, like, Blazers. I've been there mm-hmm. several times to listen to the live music they have. Yeah. Uh, great music there. I know in the Winchester they're always uh, they always have artists that are coming there and playing live music. I'm just and they're itching to get the guitar bar back up and going. Right. I can't tell you how many evenings I spent on the patio at Callahan's uh, out in the, in, yep. in Kiowa, uh and just listening to music. And outside, they let me smoke my cigar. So mm-hmm. it was uh, just a awesome, enjoyable evening. But yeah, we really need to support these folks right now too because. You talk about suffering. I mean, we 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 suffered through the quarantine two months uh, with basically not not being open with very little. But these folks, they they depend completely on live venues to to support themselves, and yeah. and you know they they couldn't even do that. A lot of them have tried you know using the the streaming, but it's not the same as being booked and 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 being paid and and receiving the tips that they receive. So uh, my heart goes out to them because I know how hard they've worked at honing their craft. It's fascinating coming from someone that can't play an instrument at all when you when you get to hear these folks uh, can play and sing. And in some cases, like Patrick's uh, do everything. He yeah. uses every <laughs> yeah. every hand, you know, <laughs> his, 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 mouth. his yeah. eyebrows are more musical than my whole body, basically. <laughs> he, he's just yeah. uh, incredible. But it's, uh, it's something we need to do. We need to get out and support. When you support the live music, you're supporting them, but you're also supporting businesses like mine, and, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic thing. Yeah, and we're starting, you know, you got the Josh Brown band is, is starting to, to play further out. I know that Zach, uh, our video uh, consultant, whatever you want to call him. Digital content Digital consultant. Digital content consultant, That's what as we jokingly call him. Um, he went and shot a video of Josh at a performance in, in Gatlinburg a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, seeing acts from this area get that kind of coverage... Uh, is really awesome. You know, I think Shelby Lore got the chance to open up during one of the drive-in concerts. Yeah, for Jamie Johnson. And was it was so funny is, you know, Jamie did a great job and got a lot of accolades from the people that were there. But, man, everybody was talking about how high energy Shelby was and how great that, that he did in that performance. Um, and that's the kind of stuff you want to see. It's the kind of stuff that you want to see. It's, it's this kind of support that I enjoy seeing. You know, we... We throw our support behind some crazy things in this world. Uh, we throw our support behind candidates. We throw our support behind professional teams. You know, I I think it's time that we, you know, start throwing our support behind our neighbors, behind these people that are trying to make a difference locally, you know, and, and show them support. You know, we'll we'll, oh, yeah. we'll take a whole day off to watch uh, an athletic event, you know, we'll throw parties around it, mm-hmm. but then we hardly celebrate these people that, that are 
our neighbors that are talented, that have all this talent. And, and you know, we won't, we won't put a five dollar tip in in their guitar case, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, but we'll be we'll be wearing yeah. a three hundred dollar jersey yeah. of somebody that could care less about whether they entertain you or not. You know, they're getting paid, and mm-hmm. and I don't mean to be a sports hater. I, no. I I love sports, and I have it on in the lounge all the time. But it's time that we start looking at this thing uh, as a team team tri state team. Team Boyd County, Team Kentucky, Team Appalachia, and right, absolutely, and just really get passionate about that rather than passionate about you know the score of a professional game. That's that's so irrelevant in the big picture when you've got people that could use your support right right next door. Right, and I feel like I, every week I say this, but it's a culture change. Yeah. It's a culture change everywhere. Like it's it's hard to get people out. You know, I've. I've played shows around here for years, and you know, I people are like, "Man, we want to come see you play. We want to come see you play." And I'm like, "Yeah, I've been doing it for seven years. Where you been?" You know, like it's hard. I know people are busy and things, but it just seems like it's hard to get people out of the house sometimes. And I think the pandemic's made that worse. Well, we talk about all the time, and maybe not on here, but in other conversations, you know, all, a, a resounding theme is we want more to do. People talk about we want more to do. Well, when we have a movie night that's free every Thursday in October, come to the movie nights. When we have a car show on a Sunday afternoon, it's completely free with door prizes. Come to the car show. When we have a concert that's free. Yeah. That you can come attend and watch some of the best local talent yeah. that you can have. Two and a half hours come. worth. Two and a half hours worth. For free. Right. Come. <laughs> Yeah. I think it is changing. Yeah, I think it, so. it is changing. And you all on here, I've listened to every podcast so far. And it hardly goes by that you all don't mention the youth movement and how young all the, uh, just not just you all, but the, the leaders here uh, in Boyd County, it's a, it's a youth movement. Okay, I'm going to tell you all, stop that. <laughs> That's old folks. We, 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 we don't want to just keep hearing about how young you are. Um, but I will, say, I will say this. It is refreshing. You know, I think the reason we get to hear about the youth is because you all have heard so much about what's wrong with your generation. And I think that younger people have always faced that. You know, they get to hear the naysayers and what's wrong. And, you know, the problem is when you hear that, you look out and you're like, ah, you know what? They're kind of right. But what I see here happening in this county is you're like, well, it's not going to be that way. Mm-hmm. And taking charge and taking things into your own hand. I listened to uh, Judge Cheney talk about that's kind of what drove him. And he wanted to make that change. And, and, you know, the guy asking him what he was going to do about it. It's it's true. And and you all are. You're doing things. You're making it happen. And I can see it. It's changing. Uh, you know, it doesn't never change. Change never happens the way you want it to or as right. fast as you want it to. But it's changing. And I know you can see it. You have to. You have to see things aren't like they've always been. And uh, I, I commend you all on, on that and, and your commitment to the county. Well, we really appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, we do. We try. Uh, I mean, who would have ever thought that in a courthouse built in the 30s 
that we'd be recording a podcast. Right. Um, I think even if you'd have told us that two years ago, walking in when Judge Cheney got elected, we might have thought that was a little far stretched. Mm-hmm. And I think you touched on something that's interesting. You know, we do talk about the, the youth movement a lot and getting younger people involved. Um, and we're probably at fault as much as anybody, but the answer isn't young or old. The answer is the bridge, the gap, bridging that gap. We talked about last week, you know, about some of the amazing work that has been done and continues to be done in Armco Park by Kenny Messer, somebody's complete opposite political party of Judge Cheney. Um, way different age bracket, lost a race, and still involved and cares about his community. If you can have production coming from somebody that just checks off all those boxes that I just said, why can't people that are allies or the the people that align themselves with Judge Cheney and this administration, why can't they step up and do that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's really it's it's not as much about your age right. or your your party affiliation or your race is are you willing to get things done are you willing to you know make a positive change you know and, and that's that's what that's what matters you all talked about people that fade from the mm-hmm. the picture after they run for office you know what was their motives to begin with right, right. Mm-hmm. um if if you take office out of the equation and just say my motive is to make this the best place possible for yeah. uh, the people that live here now, but for future generations, for our children and our grandchildren, and for people that, that want to visit here, that's that's the goal. Yeah, right. I think it all boils down to effort. Yep. I think, and that's that's across the board. Like, the, the effort to take charge and lead and try to make things better for the county, or even the simple effort of just showing up at these events. The support is just as important as the effort, but you know I th- that's what I kind of feel that's exciting that there is a lot of effort. There's a lot of effort downtown. There's a lot of effort out here. I just that's kind of where I see things going, and I think it all boils down to just get out, you know, and have, perseverance. Yeah, I think per- perseverance is super important. I think that you know we talked about it last week a little bit. We probably touched on it on each podcast. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of negativity sure. on social media. And even in some circles in the community. But if you look at those comments, um, and I try not to, but they're usually the same people. The group is fairly small. I mean, the way that I I try to think about it is let's say that there's a 100 people that you see on social media that are just constantly negative, which is a lot. Or in your mind, it's a lot. There's 47,000 people in this county. That's a fraction, not a fraction of a fraction. Of the amount of people and putting, you know, just doing what's right um, doesn't have to be popular, but it's, you know, with the wet vote, we brought that up is, you know, the comments when we were trying to get signatures, they were negative, but that was again, 30, 50, 30 to 50 people. And we got the signatures. And if you're going to sign something or support something, you don't, you just sign it and move on. You don't take the time. It's the people that take the time to be negative. Mm-hmm. Just ignore them and move on. Um, yeah, you can't stop. That's their right. contribution is their negative comments. Right. You know, they're not taking the time to go out and, and be 
be a positive part of society. They're they're taking the time to think how they control and and be the most negative toward those that are. And and you can't you can't worry about you can't worry about that. Uh, and you know part of the culture uh, you talk about culture. We talk about culture. The culture at my business it's a lounge. It's a place where people come to relax and hang out. I want that culture to be positive. Absolutely. We, I said, I don't, I don't allow for uh, politics. There's no discussion of that. Um, I would say I don't allow for religion, but that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, uh, I have a very uh, strong faith, and I do believe that it's something positive that people do want to, to discuss, whether they will admit to it openly or not. Um, you know, we, we do a Bible study every other Saturday morning at the Cigar Lounge, and that's that's crazy for a lot of people to think, what? But um, it's really—you asked earlier, and we t- discussed earlier how I came about, you know, wanting to do this. One— one thing was I went. I visited a cigar Bible study in West Virginia at a lounge called Almost Havana in Taze Valley, and it that Bible study through that I made some relationships, met some people, met my pastor, and uh, my my world changed. My world views changed. My my life changed. I got back involved in church, and um, so whenever. Fat Ash opened, it was never a question of if, if we were going to have a Bible study. We were definitely having a Bible study, and we've had it every other Saturday since we opened, and and we love it. So, yeah, you will have—there's there's a lot of pastors that hang out at Fat Ash. There's a lot of uh, people from different denominations, different things, and the, the conversation is is welcome, and it's, it's joyful. Uh, it, you may—believe it or not— it's like 1985 or 86. You can disagree without hating each other yeah. uh, at Fat Ash. You know, you don't have to agree. Well, and I think that's a testament to the community that has been created at Fat Ash Cigar Lounge. Um, and it's a community that, in my opinion, needs to be replicated throughout the larger community. Um, talk a little bit about the community, you know, and I'll be honest with you as somebody that's part of it. And Justin is part of it. That's that draws you in as much as the the nice facilities and the great selection and the customer service. All that stuff is great and it adds to the experience. But the community is what keeps you coming back. The community, it, it, it's the customers. It's you know, I just really want to facilitate the great people and 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 serve the people there because. I cannot say enough about the people that come and, and enjoy the lounge. Uh, I have cigar reps from different manufacturers that come into the lounge, you know, monthly basis. They're there. They they tell me they've never seen what what's happened happening at, at our lounge in other places. They'll do these events, and at the end of the night, it's late. He said. Your customers are cleaning your your store, your lounge area. They're they're picking up chairs and taking out your trash and helping you, you know, clean ashtrays. And I'm like, what's going on here? And I was like, that's that's what these 
these people do. They 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 love it here. They love each other. They love this atmosphere. And uh, it's. I wish I could explain it better, TJ. I just I don't know. I really don't know how to explain it except the 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 lounge is a place where a lot of times. And and I hope folks will identify with this. You want to do something, okay? Yeah. You want to go somewhere. So you call your buddy, you call your your girlfriend, you call your boyfriend, and you say, "Hey, you want to go do this?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, I'd like to, but I can't. I got obligations. I've got something else I've got to do." And you're like, oh, "Okay, well, I guess I'll just go. We'll go. We'll go later." And they they don't go anywhere. But I really like the fact that I and and I feel that this is true that even if you can't get your friend to go with you to Fat Ash there's going to be somebody there that you're going to be friends with you're going to have a great time you're going to have somebody to talk to you're going to feel comfortable you know whether you're female or male it doesn't matter you know we have we have a huge clientele of both and there's always somebody there that 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 wants to have a conversation and and it's it's a it's a great time. Yeah, and I I agree. It's it's hard to put into words uh, as somebody that not only is a member of it but just feels so thankful for the community. You know, it to me it's it's so amazing to come in and sit down and be able to have conversations with small business owners um, that have built their sell their business up from nothing. You know, uh, you have several contractors that come in that, that, that fit that bill. And then you have uh, men who have served their country and seen multiple tours overseas and hear the stories and the passion they have for the what they, you know, when they served our country. Um, and even hearing, you know, the guys that work at nursing homes and the, and the challenges they're going through with COVID. And, I mean, the list can go on and on and on about the diverse group of people that have come into the lounge and create a community. And again, that's why I say it's such a snapshot of what I want our larger community to be. Um, You know, I love that you referenced, you know, 1986. And uh, because it's, you know, it seemed like at that time there was a lot of disagreement. Um, You know, the Speaker of the House was a Democrat and the the president was a Republican and they were two great friends. Um, you know, even, you know, more recent times, both have passed on, but judge Ginsburg and, and judge, uh, Scalia, complete polar opposites. Um, but their families even were the best of friends. If those people who make a living, uh, being in contention <laughs> can find common grounds, and be friends and civil. There's no reason that c- civilians that live in the same community can't. Um, and I know I went down a weird rabbit hole there, but it is it is a great community. Um, and the thing is, is, you know, we talk about, you know, you being the chairman of the tourism board. A lot of the biggest things that y- you, with tourism is you want to bring people in. You want to bring attention to Boy County. And one of the cool things that I think, one of the coolest things, probably if not the coolest thing that I've been a part of that wasn't, trying to bring in a new business or anything, but in this role was um, kind of a a cross uh, wave of uh, topics here was last year when we had a national release of a cigar right here in Boy County, a cigar that has been covered by every cigar magazine, every cigar website is sold, you know, to millions of people across the globe. 
it launched right here in Boy County. Talk about that experience a little bit and how it was unique and how how awesome it was to see happen. And we had a national podcast. Uh, how about how about, how about the, that cigar? cigar? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, they were there at the time. Uh, talk about that experience a little bit. It was uh, fantastic. It was a little surreal. We hadn't been open, you know, a year and a half. Um, and Rick Rodriguez, who is the uh, the ambassador for the CAO brand, um, he uh, is involved with the the blending uh, every aspect pretty much of this new cigar, and it was called Session. He wanted, because he had visited our lounge uh, about three or four months prior uh, to do a, a, an event, these manufacturers, they will send almost in the cigar world their celebrities out uh, to do special events where there's special pricing on cigars. They give away neat accessories and things like that. He had came to our lounge with Jonathan Herring, my, my general cigar rep, and good friend, and uh, he just loved the people. That's what he told Jonathan. He said, gosh, I love the people in this area. He said, this was one of the best times I've ever had, and he's all over the world. And Jonathan told me that, and I said, oh, that really makes me feel good. Well, Jonathan called me a week later and said, I just got off the phone with Rick Rodriguez, and he wants to do the national release of this new cigar at your lounge. And so, you know, we were excited about it. Everybody loved Rick Rodriguez. He's the most down-to-earth, uh, kind person, just fun to talk to, knowledgeable. And he, he came back, and we did, had this launch. And uh, I think Boyd County made it officially Rick Rodriguez Day, and yep. we, we presented him with uh, the proclamation. Yep. And... Uh, uh, the guys that do How About That Cigar, it's a national cigar podcast. They came down from Minnesota. Yeah. They live in Minnesota. They came down and did a podcast while he was there uh, from our lounge and gave us really some national uh, exposure, as did Rick with making that a national release of that cigar. And it was it was just a great time. Um, I yeah, think awesome. Rick had planned to come back. Fairly recently, but with COVID, he's not out on the road. So uh, we did a virtual event with him, and he awesome. he joined us uh, virtually. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same, but it was still very nice of him. He's still very passionate about the people of this area, and uh, we just we had a great great time. And I can't thank him enough uh, for for what what he's helped us with there. And it was awesome too that we we actually surprised him with the proclamation, making it Rick Rodriguez Day on the national podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he had no idea it was coming, and we had the how about that cigar guys were uh, super gracious and let us actually surprise him with that on on their podcast and got to see his reaction live. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it was really a, a special and neat moment to see somebody who. Um, you know, that's tied to not just the cigar industry, but with culture. I mean, CAO is the brand that created the Sopranos cigar. Uh, Sopranos was one of the, the largest series ever in the history, you know, of the United States. 
and the CAO, even the consigliere, is the the cigar. It's still in. It's the same cigar. Yeah, it's the same blend. And that's the company that uh, that Rick's the master blender for. So I mean, it's such a huge audience, and it was so cool to see happening right here in our community. All the all the ladies were just in love with Rick too. He just <laughs> so uh, he he just has an air about him, just very charming. And uh, you know, my wife uh, she. Always wants to know when when's Ricky coming back? You know, yeah. like I don't know when Ricky's coming back. Maybe he's not coming back. Yeah, he she he made my wife promise to make him fried chicken next time he's in town. Oh, yeah. He's a big fried chicken guy. So uh, it was it was awesome to see that. Um so speaking of these reps, you know, we've had a lot of uh a lot of cool people from around the country come into the cigar lounge and, and stay at the Delta. You know, you mentioned Jonathan. Jonathan's a good friend of mine. Uh, and ironically, Jonathan is actually a, a resident of Somerset, and we talk about Somerset a lot on this pod, this podcast. Mayor Keck and the team down there with Speeda and and you know all these just great people. Bobby Clue with the the chamber, and uh, I could go on and on and on. But um, anyway, talk about them a little bit. I know that what's been really neat is over the last couple of years, as these reps have started to come in. The ability to stay at the Delta has really changed the experience for a lot of them. It has. As a matter of fact, uh, about two weeks ago, Jonathan Herring from General Cigar Company and Rob Wilson, who is the uh, rep for Rocky Patel Cigars, they showed up at the same time, which normally in the world of sales, that's bad when two reps are there at the same time. Except these guys planned this because they they love the atmosphere, they love the environment. They planned to be there at the same time, and they set up a little competition where if you bought two of uh, Jonathan's brands of cigars and one of uh, Rob's brand, the other one would give you a free cigar, and vice versa. So they made it kind of this this thing. We've got some tremendous reps. Jonathan lives in Somerset. Uh, we've got Ed Bowles from the Carolinas. He represents La Flor Dominicana. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, Tim Kime with Perdomo. Uh, Trey Shipley is with Aladino. And Trey is actually going to be uh, at our lounge with a special guest from Aladino this coming Thursday. And they'll probably be doing some specials. But Rob and Jonathan, when they were in, after we closed, we went to the Winchester to enjoy uh, dinner and, and a few drinks, and they were blown away. They loved it. And they actually sent, on the way into the, to, to the restaurant, saw some customers that were from Atlanta that were traveling through for work that had been in the shop 15 minutes prior were now out front in the, the area, the patio area uh, downstairs with the fire pits uh, at the Delta when we were going in. So they waved at us and we talked, but had a great evening because of what a good time I believe that these reps are having staying at the Delta and here in Boyd County. I got a text message just yesterday from Jonathan he sent me a screenshot of him and Rob saying, we need to do this every month. That's how much they, and, and these guys are from 
bigger areas, but they, they love coming to Boyd County. And they love coming, you know, to the Delta and to, and to Fat Ash and to these restaurants. And quite frankly, it's, it's, it's exciting for me for the county. Absolutely. I think it's, uh, it's really cool to see, you know, uh, Rob's from Columbus area. Yeah. And, you know, we hear about Columbus all the time being one of the fastest growing, you know, cities in America, one of the top locations for millennials to move and all those things. And to see them coming to Boyd County and enjoying the community and uh, the people is, is awesome. It's a testament to what I think we're trying to create here. Um, and you're a big part of that. Well, um, well, TJ, yeah. Going back to another thing that we just discussed yesterday, I got to enjoy conversation with a gentleman. He's 81 years old. Wow. He's a regular customer. He comes in about once a month, and he comes in, sits down, has coffee, which we do have our own coffee, the Fat Ash Blend coffee now, but. We're sitting there smoking cigars and, and talking, and in one of our younger female patrons, 29 years old, she comes in and is having this conversation with us. And it's just so neat to see all these different cultures coming together here. These reps are they're a lot younger than, than I am, but after they, they hung out here, they wanted to know if I just wanted to come and hang out with them. That was flattering to me as an old guy you know but right it, it's it's just amazing to see that this you know there's common ground everywhere and there's there's things that we can come together about and fine tobacco is one of them uh, we're going to have a pipe show uh, it's actually going to be a pipe and coffee show on november 7th uh, at the lounge where we're going to have all these different pipes for our pipe enthusiasts and pipe tobacco and I'm going to bring in about five different blends of coffee and uh, let people sample that. Um, so it, it's just one event right after the other. You know, we, we, we try to post all these things on our Facebook page, try to keep them on our screen in the lounge that updates people on what's going on. Well, and speaking of your private blend coffee, you also have a private blend a few private blends of cigars. Um, talk about those for a minute. About I think those are actually two of your top sellers are your house blends. Our three, we, we probably have seven or 800 facings of different cigars in our walk-in humidor. Among those are our house blends, which the three original house blends, um, they're actually made by a very old company called Ashton. And we just put the fat ash label on them but they are Ashton cigars. They're from the Dominican Republic. They're long filler Dominican, which is typical of your better premium cigars or what's considered long filler. But this, these cigars, we, we brought them in uh, two years ago, and I, I wanted something that we could be proud of. A lot of places will put a house cigar out that doesn't have a, a band on it, and it's, you know, it's just a real cheap price. Well, rather than have something like that, you know, that you get a better markup, I wanted something to be proud of. So we went to the trouble. I designed our our band from our logo and had a professional company that makes cigar bands for most of the cigar companies 
that 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 put out the bands. And by the way, if you've never seen the the, the bands on cigars, they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. The boxes that cigars come in are beautiful. There's a it's artwork, very much so. And it's it's a hobby within a hobby. We have people come in and and buy empty boxes off of us just because they love to make things from them. But these these house blend cigars have taken off. It's crazy. They they're a, a value uh, for a, a very good cigar. So we we sell tons and tons of the Fat Ash brand. Yeah, and you're and I think the newest one is actually kind of a cool story. It's the Fat Ash Premium. And it's actually a partnership with a Kentucky-based company. Yes. So, TJ, so many people walk in. One of the questions they ask is, do you have any cigars from Kentucky? Tobacco raised in Kentucky, for the most part, is was not designed to be used in cigars. It, it, they're a different, it's a different animal. Just like you, you, know, you want to make apple pie out of certain apples and not out of other apples, the same thing goes with smoking, and uh, the tobacco from Kentucky, for the most part, wasn't used in t- in cigars. But there was a small par- small area that that could raise the tobacco that would work well in cigars. And the Black Patch Cigar Company teamed up with us to make our Fat Ash Premium cigar. They were already making this; we just added it to our line and called it the Premium. But it's a Dominican cigar, but it actually contains Kentucky grown in tobacco. They they export Kentucky tobacco to the Dominican and use this uh, this tobacco in the filler of the cigar, and it has been a huge hit. That's People awesome. are enjoying it. Yeah, that's such a cool way to see that you know tying to Kentucky and a Kentucky proud product and things like that. Uh, it's just again, it just goes to the bigger picture of community. Um, well, I know we're going to have to wrap up here soon. Uh, I know you got some events that you've mentioned coming down the pike. Uh, is there any events that we need to be on the lookout for in the short term and maybe even the long term? Uh, yeah, there's, there's several events on, uh, the one I mentioned was, is going to be on November 7th. That's our pipe and coffee show. Um, and then we're going to have another event on December 5th. Uh, that will be um, a, a cigar event, and it will it will be fantastic. Our events, just to speak to that a little bit, our events it, it's a phenomenon. I don't know what happens, but <laughs> we we have people that show up hours before these, and it's it's like a sale. You know, we do special deals, but. Uh, it's crazy when we have events at, at the lounge and that's kind of hurt us here because of social distancing and things that the precautions we've taken, uh, at the lounge, we don't want, but sometimes there's been a hundred people before COVID, it would not be unusual, unusual for there to be a hundred people at the lounge and, uh, you know, they were just everywhere. Yeah. So uh, we've got that coming up. We've got, like I said, another cigar event um, on December 5th. The details aren't uh, completely worked out on that yet, but it's going to be um, just, a, just a great time. I'm hoping to have some more uh, events scattered throughout here, but it's all kind of this kind of, kind of wait and see what's going on type thing with the uh, the restrictive uh, nature of this pandemic that's going on. So 
next year, though, who knows? Maybe a really, really big event. We, we're, we're in some talks to do something, maybe a multi-vendor event. Uh, and so I'm excited about that as well. Absolutely. It's going to be uh, a lot of great things that are coming on the community in the next few weeks. And we look forward to hearing more about that one next year. Uh, so folks, write those down. Uh, if you get a chance, go out and support a great local uh, Boy County business. Dwight, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's been a great a great time talking with you. Uh, and we really appreciate everything that you do with your business, but also in your community, serving on the tourism board uh, and just being an, an all-out advocate for Boy County. Well, thank you. And, and I wish you all the best of luck and look forward to serving with you guys uh, however we can advance uh, this whole community. That's, that's what I want to do. I'm excited to do it. That's the goal. Absolutely. Well, folks, if you get a chance, run by the Fat Ash Cigar Lounge. Even if you aren't a smoker, uh, if you like coffee, stop in and get some coffee. If you're not a coffee drinker, stop in and just buy a bottle of water or a, or a bottle of soda just to see the facility. It really is one of the hidden gems of, of Boy County, uh, and it's something to be proud of. Uh, well, that's our show today. We're going to uh, wrap it up. And as always, if you have any ideas of guests or topics that you want to see on the podcast, send us an email to betterboydpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on our various social media pages, including the page for Boy, Better Boy Podcast. Um, we hope you enjoyed the, today's episode. We are um, trying to move this community forward and progress and grow. Uh, and we just want to do that and work together for a better tomorrow. Uh, as always, right here in Boyd County.